Hello, I'm your host Giselle Gamby and this is the Intuitive Pool podcast. First of all, I want to say thank you to the community of listeners because there have been breathtaking ripples that have occurred from listening to this podcast and I'm excited to be witness of many, many more. This year, I'm dedicating this podcast to the theme of 2023 being a breakthrough year. No matter how successful, fulfilled and happy we are, and the truth is that sometimes we're not, we all have thresholds we've placed on ourselves on how loving and powerful we've allowed ourselves to be. Following the intuitive pull does not negate our vulnerabilities and our humanness. Oftentimes, following the intuitive pull asks us to see our blind spots and to bring what has been in the shadow to light. And when we do, we can see that being fully human is in fact the precursor to remembering that we are infinitely greater than this mortal body, that we are infinitely connected beyond this time and space, not in spite of our humanity, but because of the intricate weaving of all aspects of our precious humanity. When we take responsibility and remember that you have the power to decide what you choose and we fuse that with a letting go of control and surrendering into the plans that you didn't make, there is nothing that you cannot transform. My wish is that you see that the deeper you go, the greater your wealth in all ways and that authenticity is always profitable. Have fun. Hello, wonderful listeners. It's Saturday morning here in Sydney. It's the 25th of November. Can you believe it? One month until Christmas. Oh my God, I feel like adding a few more months in between now and then because there's just so much good stuff to do. I, I'm, I'm struggling at the moment with the not enough time story, to be honest with you. Very soon I'll be recording an episode to speak to all the richness of this year. My goodness, I have gathered so much up over particularly the last 16 months. And because this year was themed the breakthrough year, what I've been gathering up has been held in that context. And it has certainly been a breakthrough year. I am looking forward to recording that episode because I really want to capture all the elements of my year and what those elements are now in service to. A little hint, they are in service to a vision that I would not have been able to see had I not been in the pressure cooker of facing into what has been in the shadows really diligent over the past 16 months. So I'm really excited to record that episode. That might be the next one, perhaps, let's see. Before I start speaking to today's episode, I just want to say to those who I have worked with already, who I have coached already, I am super called to offer you an opportunity to coach with me for two months so that you can experience the juiciness of my 16 months in two months. And I'm calling these two months the Untapped Abundance Breakthrough Program. 
I'm also going to be delivering a face-to-face live two-day workshop called Sacred Business in February, the 6th and the 7th of February in Manly here in Sydney. And the purpose of that workshop is that I know I have sacred business to do with people. I just know it. And so if you feel like you've got sacred business to do with yourself and I can support that, you can choose to do the two-month coaching program and the two-day live event or you can choose to do either of them. If you choose to do both, it comes at a happier fee, let's say. (laughs) Send me a message if you feel like that is you. Today's episode is actually inspired by somebody who I received a message from Sunday week ago. Yeah, Sunday week ago, who said, I'm ready to coach with you again. And it came off the back of the Substack block. We had our first session on Tuesday, I think it was. And this episode is inspired by what we received in his session. And it certainly was one of those breakthrough shift in perception sessions. You know, those breakthroughs, the ones that you like the mothership, the motherboard, the ones that really start an unraveling and the ones that really change everything. So I'm excited to share this with you. Evening after I had my session with him, I think it was about 8.30 at night, I heard the words, the untapped abundance for you to this client is your happiness. Your untapped abundance is your happiness. I've been asking myself the question over and over again because untapped abundance is 2024's theme, so it's already begun. I've been asking myself the question, what is the untapped abundance within me? What is the untapped abundance within me? And the answers have been really powerful. And so as I share this story, I'd like to ask you, to be clued into the question for yourself. What is the untapped abundance within you? And it may be your happiness. So I received that message for him and I wrote it, your untapped abundance is your happiness. And then the next morning I woke up with those words and they were really playing with me over and over again. And then I realized that the message wasn't just for him, it's actually for many of us. So very to the point, undeservedness kills happiness. It's so true. Undeservedness kills happiness. And it did for my friend, for the person I had that session with this week, we discovered that undeservedness was the cause of his drama. So one minute, you know, he's he's flying and the next minute he creates drama. And it's because he's undeserving of being happy that he rips that experience of really being on it and with it and flying, he rips it away. He started his own passion business about four years ago. And in fact, it was uh, after we had coached. I remember he called me uh, on the side. He pulled over on the side of um, the road when he had this vision and called me. And uh, 
It's a huge venture and it took off in record speed. People absolutely adore his brand. And you know what? The great majority of startups do not achieve the success at the level that he did and and definitely not in the time that it happened. It happened really quickly and it happened really joyfully. And then he made some business decisions that he thought were the inverted commas right ones and those business decisions hijacked the flow hijacked you know they were flying it hijacked the flow and drama came on tap instead why because he was undeserving of sustaining the happiness that he felt i know that experience in fact i wrote about it that experience in a substack article called pressure creates diamonds and it was actually that article that had him reach out to me because what I had experienced he was recognizing in himself that he was also experiencing I may actually record an episode to that theme yeah let's do that I will do that after this episode so he was not able to sustain the happiness that he was feeling because he was undeserving. And when we were talking, we were acknowledging that, you know, if it's not drama in his business, it'll be drama in his personal life and it interchanges. So his story is that his parents came from poor beginnings and his experience of growing up was that he saw his parents working really bloody hard. And they did that because they wanted to give the family everything that they didn't have when they were growing up. So they worked, 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 worked their asses off. And then uh, when dad came home, there was violence in his home. And it was really tough, as you can imagine. And as you can imagine, there's not a lot of happiness. There was not a lot of happiness in his home. In fact, he said to me, I don't really have many happy memories of my home life. He had happy memories of being with his grandparents, but not in his home life. And as we all do, he defined life through his experience as a little boy in his home. As we all do, we all define life through our experience when we're growing up. I recorded an episode, I can't remember what it was called. Oh, yes, I do. It was back uh, earlier in the year around blind spots and thresholds. And I had an awareness that I was, I was inquiring around a habit that really plagued me that was rooted in, in powerlessness. And there was something that happened in December that really hurt me. And, and it, was a, it was a catalyst that had me face into that powerlessness because I didn't want to repeat that experience again. And... As I started excavating, <laughs> I remembered that my experience when I was growing up, which was a, I did have a very happy life growing up. I, my parents were incredibly loving parents. And there was one piece that I remembered, and that was B 
being powerful was for my brothers. But it wasn't for me. For me, it was about being loving and being kind and being caring. And the expectation would be that I would, you know, grow up and I would I would have a family and I'd be married and I would have a family. But being powerful, that conversation was always for my brothers. So I have been this year cleaning up where I have been powerless based on how I defined life through my experience when I was growing up as a little girl. So with my friend who I had the session with this week, I acknowledge that at his core, in his true essence, and this is what created the success of his passion business really quickly and really joyfully and really profitably, that in his essence, there exists a freedom to create and play without boundaries. Like he really plays and he really creates from a place of freedom. And there's an inner knowing, and that inner knowing acts as his compass. That has been the root cause of his success. But he hasn't yet, because he will, he hasn't yet been able to make this his home. He hasn't yet been able to make this his home because it's not the definition of life that he learned when he was a little boy. And so now he's doing the inner work. And he said to me, what do I do with this? And I said, well, embrace, well, have an intention that you'll go to all the places or let's say it differently, that all the places that you've not acknowledged that have been in the dark, that have been unseen and unfelt, that those places are going to surface. Those places that have been shadowy are going to show themselves And then you'll be invited to really face into that and to feel all of that. And then once he's felt all of that and those feelings no longer have any charge, he'll come out the other side. He'll be free. He'll be free to play and create and to trust his knowing, to no longer give that away and to no longer hijack his happiness with drama because he's been undeserving of not only sustaining but growing his happiness. A few episodes ago, I said that it was a big breakthrough moment. It really was. When I heard these words, that we are either creating abundance in all the things that matter the most to us, or we're creating drama. Let me say this really succinctly, really clearly to the point There is no gray area. We are either creating abundance or we're creating drama. There is no gray area. And in that, we are being asked to place our focus on creating abundance with rigor and discipline. In fact, I had a moment today where if I hadn't caught it, the situation possibly could have led to drama. And I'm not choosing it. So I chose again. And I feel really good about that. And undeservedness is one, not all, but one of the root causes of the drama-loving pendulum swings 
from joy to frustration, from success to failure, from peace to chaos, and wellness to unease. There is no grey area. As I was exploring this after my session with him, I learned about another premise. And when I learned about it, I it was one of those pieces that just really touched into my soul. And I've actually shared it with a few people and they've also gone, wow. So bear with me here. You might need to rewind a few times to hear this next piece. I did hear this actually a while ago. It didn't quite land. And then I heard it this week and I'm so appreciative of receiving this piece of information. And it's about where we make decisions from. So we make decisions from two orientations, one from being a thermometer and the other from being a thermostat. So if you are making decisions from being a thermometer, you have your finger on the pulse of data. You know what's going on in your environment. You know what's happening with the banks, what's happening with finances, what's happening with war. You know what's happening with the temperature of your of the country that you live in. You know what's happening in world events. You know what's happening in the economy. And you're reacting and adjusting based on those circumstances. Right? So data is really important to you. And you're making, as a thermometer, you're making decisions based on the available data. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? There's nothing wrong with that because some roles, like data is king. Some roles require data to make decisions upon. Like I was thinking about doctors in an emergency department, you know, they're dealing with acute situations. They must have data. Data is king for them to be able to react and respond to their patient, right? So data is king as a thermometer. On the other hand, if you are a thermostat, you are aware of the climate. You're aware, right, of what's going on in the economy. You're aware of what's happening, world events. You're aware of what's happening in the climate of your of your the country you live in. But that data is not king for you and you are not at the effect of it. The data is acknowledged like you're not burying your head in the sand. Of course not, but it's not orientated from. It may feed you, but it is not the primary focus. Instead, your primary focus as a thermostat is on your connection to your intuition, your connection to God, if you want to say that. Because for thermostats, there's a pull to guide humanity forward in whatever form that is for you. So your decisions are not based from data in the first instance, right? It's it's acknowledged, it's important to not deny it because if we deny the data, we're ungrounded. But thermostats use the data to inspire them, in fact, because thermostats 
who have this pull to guide humanity forward, who have this connection to God, have an impulse to innovate, to evolve, to bring humanity forward. And it's not to say that thermometers also don't have the capacity to be a thermostat because if you think about doctors, for example, I talked about doctors in the emergency department who absolutely know data is king, but there are also doctors who are here to evolve medicine, who are here to evolve the sacred nature of medicine. And I'm very blessed because I get to work with some of those. So in summary, the thermometer responds in the moment based on data and the thermostat acknowledges the data but focuses on evolution. Why am I saying this in the context of happiness? Because here is where the suffering exists. If you are a thermostat, but you are making decisions as a thermometer, right? So if you're a thermostat wanting to evolve, feeling connected in such a way that your impulse is to bring humanity forward, but you're making decisions as a thermometer, you're making decisions from the data only and primarily, you compromise your connection to your intuition and knowing. You're allowing circumstances to be your king. And in this compromise, you kill your happiness. Because circumstances has be have become king, because circumstances have taken the driver's seat versus what is in your heart to bring forward into the world. And the root cause of that, you guessed it, undeservedness. And I see this, I see this. And it was really important for me to bring that nuance to this conversation around the untapped abundance of your happiness. So how do you move beyond your undeservedness? First of all, acknowledge your desire. Acknowledge your desire, like even in this moment on this podcast. Acknowledge your desire to be free of unworthiness and to be fiercely fucking deserving. I've spoken about that on the podcast. In this moment, on this podcast, as you're listening to this, like really feel this. Acknowledge your desire, your desire to be free of unworthiness and to be fiercely fucking deserving. Once you've acknowledged your desire, have the courage to look in the face of your undeservedness. Like make that decision that you will look in the face of your undeservedness and have the courage to excavate like I have been doing for the last 16 months. And what this person this week, my friend, has begun to do. 
have the courage to excavate what has been hidden in the shadows. You make those intentions, those, and you and you let go of resistance and you surrender. I promise you that what has been in the shadows is going to surface. Life is going to bring those shadowy parts to yourself through experiences. Now, it's really important to say this. You can choose to lead this process from initiative. And if you choose to lead this process from initiative, you more than likely won't be at the effect of life circumstances. They're not going to slap you in the face. If you don't look at this with initiative, life circumstances are going to slap you in the face. And what that means is that life is going to give you the opportunity to face into the shadows, but it will be in a lot more of a painful way than you taking initiative and being in the driver's seat. Then feel the feels as long as it takes until that energy passes through and no longer has any charge. And you'll know. You'll you'll know that moment when you feel a certain freedom within you. As you do this, remember not to judge yourself, right? Do not go into the blame and judgment triangle and go, I can't believe you fucking did that. Do not judge yourself. Do not blame yourself and do not blame others. All circumstances take instead 100% personal responsibility for what you are uncovering about yourself. Stand in that place of cause. Hold yourself and if there are others involved, Hold yourself and others in deep compassion, in deep acceptance and unconditional love. And then ask yourself, what is the untapped abundance within me now that wishes to grace my world? What is the untapped abundance within me now that wishes to grace my world? and allow the unfolding to occur, just as I have. And what will occur when it wants to, without force and control, is that life will also give you the opportunity to see new vision. And that vision will be in contrast to how you have been showing up from that place of undeservedness when you feel that you have to work hard to feel like you're worth something. When you feel like you need to create drama, unconsciously, of course, to feel like you're worthy of momentary happiness that happens on the other side of that. You'll see vision that will come from an expanded version of you, from an expanded happiness, from an expanded powerfulness, from an expanded knowingness and from an expanded urge and desire and calling to be of service to you of course and then to all those that you are in influence to why did i call the two-month program for the people that i've worked with the Untapped Abundance Breakthrough Program, 
because that's exactly what happens. <laughs> that's exactly what happens. And watch the ripples flow. Thank you for being with me today. I hope that today's episode has been an activation, a really awesome activation. Thank you. Ciao, ciao. Hey guys, if you love this podcast, I have two requests. Number one, sign up to the newsletter, which you can find in the show notes. Sharing is one of my superpowers and there is only so much that I can share through the medium of podcasting. And I have very big plans this year to be radically generous to you. So sign up to that newsletter where you'll be able to receive a whole lot more that I trust will be super valuable to you. And number two, I'm a massive referrer of the people I love to the people I love. Please share this episode or podcast with the people you love and let's create some more breathtaking ripples of impact. <laughs>